First and Pod, hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filippone. I know you were watching it from the Steelers' standpoint, and for the majority of the slate, their playoff hopes were alive because of the other games seemingly breaking their way. But um, is Deshaun Watson bad now? What, what's going? What did you see? I mean, I saw a guy who looked like he was slow processing and reading things. I mean, he would, there were not snap decisions at all from him. The plays he made were mostly kind of, uh, you know, escape the pocket, make a play on the run, that kind of thing. Not really in the confines or flow of the offense whatsoever. Is that the fact that he went 700 days? without playing football and there's still a lot of rust he needs to shake off maybe but they're not going to pick in the first round again until 2025 their defense stinks they had the clowny incident this week which is more browns crap more right out of the browns manual where a star player rips the organization and makes people look bad um yeah i mean i i I was not impressed by Watson outside of a good second half against the commanders where he threw three touchdowns. I would say he did not look like a franchise quarterback whatsoever in his return. And that's going to, that, you know, that's going to be a cloud, a dark cloud that hangs over them all off season. Now. Do you think next year he's a top 12 quarterback in the NFL? Like, my gut tells me that he will play himself back to being that man. I saw that guy throw for five thousand or nearly 5,000 yards at 24 years old in a Bill O'Brien system, right? Like, he's the only college player to go 4,000 and 1,000 in a season. Like, I, I think he is a special talent built for the modern NFL with his game, but it's been, and again, 700 days, right? But if he doesn't look good the first four or five games of next season, Cleveland's going to be having the exact same conversations that they've been having in Denver all year about Russell Wilson, except with a younger quarterback. So I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll say no. I'll say no, he won't be. But the quarterbacks that inhabit that space from like 10 to 20, you know, there's a lot of upheaval there with guys like Russell Wilson and Matthew Stafford and Derek, Derek Carr and guys like Kirk Cousins, guys like that. So there's a spot there, but I don't have a lot of confidence in Deshaun Watson being that guy. But coming into the year, right? Oh, yeah. We, we would have said yeah, Mahomes, I Allen, Herbert, Burrow, Watson, right? He would have been basically in that tier of the young quarterbacks in the AFC that are going to be duking it out for a decade. And I still think he can get there, but it has been, it, it's looked terrible. Anything on the Steelers that we need to do? Well, they've got their quarterback, which is great. They finished strong. Tomlin's going to get a lot of love for, you know, extending this non-losing streak, losing season streak. And, yeah. You know, there's no denying that he did do a good job in the second half of the season, but it's also six years without a playoff win. And they lost home games earlier in the year to the Patriots and Zach Wilson and the Jets, where they had a double digit lead in the fourth quarter. So that's why you're not going to the playoffs. And 
you know, there are very few coaches who have that kind of run without a playoff win. And the reaction or response isn't, oh my God, this guy's on the hot seat. It's, oh my God, this guy is doing a great job, which seems to be the national narrative. You know, Nick and I argue about this. I don't remember people doing that with Marvin Lewis. I remember people mocking Marvin Lewis. And it's way harder to win in Cincinnati than it is here. Just the infrastructure and the way that organizations empower people. He did it with Andy Dalton. You know, Tomlin had Ben Roethlisberger, I guess Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges for a year. But overall, I think they had a decent year. But it's a third place finish in a division where one of the teams that finished ahead of you as well, Danny, was without their starting quarterback for the last month and a half of the season. So. Yeah. The uh, all right. So back to now to a team that'll be in the playoffs here: Cowboys, Washington. Another game with Dak having turnover issues. He's got eleven interceptions in his last seven games. Seven straight games with at least one pick. Fourteen on the year, which is thirty-first in the NFL. Is that going to be the thing that keeps them from I, doing anything in the playoffs? I I hated this game. I I bet Washington today. I hated this game from Dallas. I thought it was one of the weirdest games. I, I hate when teams do this. To me, it was just like the Chargers, where you know you're not you're you're not in, but you're not out. It's a half measure. You're playing your guys, but you don't. You're not really. You know, you're not really emphasizing winning the game, and then because they're out there and the stakes aren't what they usually are, guys get sloppy and don't play that well. You, you would just have been better off playing Cooper Rush the entire game. So, you know, we don't have to have this conversation going into their playoff game now. Like, what's wrong with Dak? They should have rested him. They should have seen that they had nothing really to play for. And they should have lost to Washington today with a bunch of backups in. And there would be no, the discussion would have been, was it worth it to do that? Which is a lot easier conversation, I think, to have than what's going on with your star quarterback right now. So he just like he's a fine quarterback, but he makes these like tight window hero ball throws. Like he thinks he's Mahomes or Allen or Rogers. And I just I just don't feel like he's got like the pinpoint accuracy and certainly not the superhuman arm strength to try some of the plays that he tries to make. What do you think the line is for that game? Because it is out. Dallas at Tampa. Dallas by three? Yep. That's exactly right. Yeah. I mean, both those Do you feel good about them? No. Both those teams suck. (laughs) Um, I mean, you know, there's Dallas, uh, like their defense hasn't been as good. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but their defense hasn't been as good. Like on the road, I'm, um, at like, like out, outside of like the, the fast turf. I know that there's a big thing in Dallas about like Lawrence and Parsons, like, but I mean, Tampa, it, if Tampa didn't do what they did last week, I would feel much better about Dallas. But there's something about like that Tampa's playing possum. They looked really good last week, and that Brady's just gonna have another moment because he's Tom Dan Brady. 
but guy finished with a losing record. So I don't, I don't think time. either of those teams is any good. I think the, I think whoever wins this game loses the following week. I don't think either team's good. What about you? You're going to bet the game. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, if I have a pulse, of course. Yeah. Um, lean Dallas right now for me. Yeah. But that's all that is. I mean, I, I don't know. Like I've looked at them as a team where if I could block out their history and just look at them for what they are this year, I thought there was value in that team for, for long stretches of the season because everybody's focused on the Eagles and the Niners. And I thought that they were the one dark horse team, but if I bet them and they lose outright to Tampa Bay, which is entirely possible, I'm just going to hate myself for it. Right. So. I can't lose more money on Tom Brady in the playoffs. I just, I just, I just, I just don't know that I can do it. Um, this felt like a reasonable place to drop in the, the Saturday games back to back. Chiefs Raiders 14 and three most points scored in the NFL this year. Fourth best. Uh, point differential number one offense losing Tyreek Hill have we have we underappreciated this Chiefs run this this dynasty yeah I know it's got one ring but like it feels like we got bored with it and they somehow don't Mahomes is going to win MVP so they can't we can't say that they get no love he's going to win MVP but it feels like Andy Reid's not being talked about for coach of the year. You know, right. and it just. And I don't think that that's the, I, to me, I think he should. I don't think yeah, he'll, I don't, he I, I, I would not have, I don't think it was the best coaching job in the NFL this year, but it's, it's, it's in the top five. It's in the yeah. top five. And it just, it just feels like Mahomes gets the love and the institutional organizational health there mm-hmm. has been taken for granted and I'm not a hundred percent sure why. Well, I, I think, I, I think what people should be giving them more credit for is they just went through what was regarded before the season started as like the greatest division of all time and undefeated. I, they went undefeated in it. They went six yep. and oh. Yep. Now, okay, those other teams self-destructed. The Raiders did. They couldn't win a close game. The Broncos had to fire their coach before the season was already over, like an Urban Meyer-esque move. And the Chargers got hurt again, which always happens. Okay, well, the Chiefs could have easily succumbed to a lot of other things. You know, not having Hill, like you said. Um, Defensive issues where there's not a lot of playmakers on that side of the ball. I mean, it's, it's not as if they have um, a pristine loaded roster. They don't, they did not have that this year. They made some moves in the off season that were more cap related for the big picture than about putting all their eggs in this year's basket to try to win a Super Bowl. It was like a reset year for them. And they went 14 and three and got the number one seed to your point. So they should be getting a lot of credit for that. I think subconsciously, not only are people taking that for granted, but I think subconsciously, I think that there's real 
concern that their defense is going to lose them a playoff game, and it might even be their first one, depending on who the opponent is, Danny. I think if you look at, if we ranked offense, defense from the contenders in the AFC, the Chiefs' defense might be the worst one. I mean, I'm not counting Miami right now or Baltimore because of their quarterback injuries, but the other teams, I mean, the Chiefs' defense blows. Well, I'll tell you this, they they don't want to play the Chargers. You know, I so they, they play the they Chargers. They push their luck a third time with them, you're saying? Right. Well, yeah, I mean, they they know each other well. Two two three-point wins, two high-scoring games. Yep. Herbert can win a shootout. I mean, obviously the Williams injury is massive. I, and Trevor Lawrence, I'm sure, can win a shootout too. And they played the Jaguars er, earlier this year as well. So, you know, really good chance that they're going to get a rematch. Uh situation uh either a third matchup or 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 a second but I'm with you like the the defense is a problem that they've gotten production though from running backs in a way like they when they had Kareem McKinnon and Pacheco yeah Pacheco but I loved Pacheco before the season started I was on that yeah but McKinnon and Pacheco man like they they just they do an incredible job of okay so like they, it's just interesting to me. Like they keep throwing just to study it for teams that have great quarterbacks. Like I would think if I'm the Bills or the Bengals or the Chargers, I'd be studying it because like they drafted McCole Hardman and it didn't really work, but it's worked with Juju and Valdez Scantling. But they didn't invest nearly the type of capital in it. Like they used a first round pick on Clyde Edwards Alaire. It yeah. didn't work, but they figured out a way to work, make it work with McKinnon and, and Pacheco. Like they just, they just keep firing at weapons on the offensive side of the ball. And they just believe that they're going to figure it out and make it work. So like, if they go down, man, they're going down scoring 30. I, I believe that, but I, I do think that their defense is, is obviously a huge problem. Speaking of a team that they could face um, Jaguars Titans wasn't the prettiest game by any means, but I was really glad it was a standalone nationally televised game um even if it wasn't on Sunday night football um how much better do you feel like the playoffs just are like Jaguars Chargers is a much more exciting game to me than Titans Chargers I'm thrilled that we get to see Trevor Lawrence in this spot yeah me too uh I did not think he had a particularly good game he did against Tennessee so you know that's now going to become you know, this is for both of these quarterbacks, Herbert and Lawrence, who, you know, people like you and me love because of the, you know, throws they're able to make and the physical gifts that they have. Well, this is going to be their first exposure to this playoff situation. You know, Herbert last year was great against the Raiders in that week 18 game in the fourth quarter in overtime, and they just couldn't pull it out. So he was in a similar situation to what Lawrence had, Herbert delivered the goods, but was just on the losing side of things. Flip for Lawrence, his team won, <clears throat> but he did not. I mean, he missed guys wide open in the end zone like Kirk. I mean, he did not have a good game. So I absolutely agree with you. Like, I don't want, I did not want to watch a third string quarterback against the Chargers. I mean, I did not want to see Josh Dobbs again in that spot, the team that 
fell apart in the last two months of the season, fired their GM, and limped their way to the finish line. That was not going to be a compelling matchup for me. That would have been the early game on Saturday. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and now... Maybe this game will will still be that, but at least it's good. Yeah, well, put... put, I mean, I guess New York's the number one market. Put put Vikings-Giants where I don't have to watch it. Um... The total of this game? By the way, they did announce the times. Do you want to hear them? Yes, I do. Seahawks, Niners, 4.30 Saturday. Chargers, Jags, Saturday night, NBC. Hell yeah. One o'clock Sunday, Dolphins, Bills. 4.30 Fox, Giants, Vikings. Oh, wow. Sunday night, Ravens, Bengals. Monday night, they get Cowboys, Bucks. Oh, wow. Man, ESPN paid up to get the. I was uh, just going to say. To get ABC into the Super Bowl rotation. And now they get. uh, get Oh, it's going to be one of the highest rated. It's going to be the highest rated wild card game of all time, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's That's a big one for. Congrats to Disney. Um. Huh. All right. I mean, listen, we're gonna watch all of them. So wait, when is that Giants Vikings game? The middle game on Sunday? I mean, it's got the prime spot. It's got the four thirty spot on Sunday. Ugh. I know that's sickening. I'm gonna have to like parent or something. <laughs> um. <laughs> the Chargers Jaguars total is only forty seven. Feels like an over to me, buddy. Yeah, I agree. That feels. I, I think. I think yeah, that 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 feels. I mean, the Jaguars. I guess Tennessee and the Jets was low scoring, but they were high scoring against Tennessee, Dallas, and Houston. Yeah, that's that 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 feels like an over. That game's played into the fifties. Um. God, good for ESPN. So the first, I'm sorry, the Saturday night game is Jaguars. What's the first game Saturday? Seattle Niners and Seahawks. Yeah, okay, that's good. That that that, that works for me. I'll, I'll watch. They're, they're livid that the Packers aren't in that game. They sure are. They sure are. <laughs>